Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Hello, hello. Happy New Year. Oh my gosh, it's a new year. It is so exciting to be here, and I'm so grateful that you're spending a little bit of time listening to this episode. So I wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, I wanted to just chat about the past year in my life and talk about the word of the year that I chose last year and really how I saw it showing up in my life. And I know it's not my usual, like, here are a couple tips on dealing with this mindset block or this struggle that you might be experiencing. Um, But honestly, I'm nosy. (laughs) Straight up, I am nosy as they get. And sometimes I think it's really fun to hear about someone else's life. Um, The word of the year practice has been something that I've done for, oh gosh, maybe like almost 10 years now. And I have absolutely loved seeing it show up in my life and just really taking some time at the end of each year to reflect on how I've seen it show up, the things that it has helped me grow in, how God has used it to really change my life. And so, yeah, that's what I want to talk about today. But before we do that, I have something really exciting to share with you. I am so excited to share this with you. (laughs) I made a planner. What? Oh my gosh. The response to this just by sharing it on Instagram has been absolutely insane. Like I am blown away. Um, And if you are someone that has already purchased a planner, thank you from the bottom of my heart for all your support and all the encouragement. Um, If you haven't, I don't want you to miss out. So let me explain the planner a little bit because I actually made four different ones. (laughs) I can't just do one thing. We've got to go all out, right? Okay, so the initial idea for this journal is a planner and journal combo. So the full edition is the planner and journal. It's a six-month journal that's a combination of a regular planner. So think like calendar pages, weekly and monthly spreads, places to write your to-do list, all the things. And it includes journaling prompts to help you live more intentionally. So at the beginning of every quarter, Again, it's a six-month planner, so there are two sets of goal-setting sheets, one for each quarter. Um, These are the goal-setting sheets that I use, that I share with clients. It's designed to help you get clarity on where you're at, dream about where you want to go next, and all the planner pages help you organize it so you can actually work your way to that goal. Um, So it's a full planner and journal combination There is another edition of the full version, which is a digital edition. I have housed this on the Notion app. It's a free app, free for personal use. This is what I use now. I cannot believe I quit bullet journaling. Um, I felt like I lost my identity when I did. Um, But I have absolutely loved using the digital version. 
Um, so if you are more into having things on your phone, it sends you notifications if you want it to. There is so much that you can do on the digital version that is super, super cool. Um, so those are the first two versions, the full planner and journal combo and then the digital edition of that. Then I split it into two different editions. So one is only the planner pages. So if you do not like journaling, but you would love a new planner, this is a beautiful artistic monthly spreads. There's calendars, there's weekly spreads. It is a bare bones basic planner, but I added coloring pages because why not? <laughs> um, and then I took the journaling side of things and I created a only a journal. So the fourth version is just the journal. It is journaling prompts. There are no planner pages, no calendars, none of that. Um, but you'll get goal setting prompts for the start of each quarter. You'll have monthly and weekly reviews to help you make sure that you are living that wonderful life that you've been dreaming about. So Whew, that's a mouthful. <laughs> I need to catch my breath. If you are curious, if you want to check out the planners, head to chasingwondermint.com forward slash planners, P-L-A-N-N-E-R-S. And if you decide to grab one, please make sure to use the coupon code 2023. That's 2023. And you'll get 10% off your planner. So all of that to say, I am super excited. I am blown away by the response. If you want to live more intentionally, if you want to try to find ways to create a life that works for you and that works with your life, this planner, journal, combo, or separates um, may work really well for you and I would love it if you would check them out. Okay, so if you have never heard of the word of the year before, um, let me just explain kind of what it is. Basically how I use it is a guideline or filter to help me live more intentionally. So I really like having these kind of like big picture things that help me make better decisions, um, help me make sure I'm staying grounded or I'm staying intentional in the things that I say matter to me. And so if you've worked with me before, I always have clients and I pick these for myself. Um, we pick these three to five things that are like the most important things to us. And those act as kind of filters for our daily lives. So if someone asks you to do something, then you can kind of run it through those three to five things that are super important to you and ask yourself, you know, is this going to add to those things or is it taking away from those things? If it is going to take away from those things, is it worth it? Um, is it something that I think would be beneficial to myself or to our family or to this person? Um, and if it's not something that you really feel pulled to do, then it just helps you make better decisions. So all of these things can act as um, filters to help us just kind of filter out all the noise in our life, right? And that's kind of how I look at a word of the year. So when I think about picking a word of the year, I just really like to spend, honestly, the week in between Christmas and New Year, praying about it, thinking about it, um, thinking about what I would like the new year to hold and what I'm kind of longing for. And yeah, I go like really big picture. So like the feelings and vibes I want to experience or and the ways that I want to love on the people around me, my community, my family, the people that I coach, it just really helps me to 
have a way to stay grounded. And then there's also another aspect of that for me, which is it's very spirit led. Um, I spend a lot of time asking God for a word and I've, I think it's been almost 10 years that I've been doing this practice and every single year he's made it very clear what my word is supposed to be. And it's really neat to walk it out because I see, it's kind of like I see like threads of a story being woven together. And when I know that that's kind of that area that I'm focusing on or that feeling or that vibe, then it really helps me see that picture being put together, see the growth, see the process, and just just kind of watch it along the way. I don't know. I feel like I... um. I kind of observe things differently when it comes to thinking about my word of the year. I don't know if that makes sense. Hopefully it does. <laughs> All right. Um, so the first thing that I really want to dive into is what is my 2022 word of the year? So we are in the very first week of 2023, and I promise I will share my word at the end of this episode. Um, but I really wanted to kind of unpack how I've seen my word showing up in the throughout this past year. So first of all, what was my word? <laughs> my 22 word of the year was increase. And I will be honest, it really scared me. Um, I've had words before that are like growth and work. Those years were very difficult and not super fun. <laughs> so I had a gut feeling that the word for this year would be a little bit tricky to live out. Um, what I really was thinking that it would kind of play out as in my life was an increase in my capacity. Um, as much as I would love to say, like, you know, I was, I was knowing it was going to be an increase in, um, our income or whatever. Um, I, I have done these words for long enough to know that it is often growth. It often includes growth in like things that you don't necessarily love. <laughs> And I'm not saying that for all of them. Um, and it was a good year. I'm not saying it was a bad year. It was just like good hard. Um, and so when I when I really initially thought of what I was hoping the word increase would mean, I was obviously hoping that I would be able to increase um, some of the income areas that I've had goals in, things like that. Um, but also I was hoping that it would show up as an increase in my capacity. And I was kind of afraid of that as well, not going to lie. Um, because that that means that, you know, you're holding more than you've ever held before and learning how to juggle those things and having more capacity for things that you are afraid of having capacity for. And so... Um, now, having lived the year with that being my word, I can look back and say it was absolutely 100% exactly what I was afraid of and what I was hopeful for all at the same time. Um, there were really good things. There were also really difficult things. And it was full of juggling a lot and I, I keep telling people when I've talked about my word of the year, the word was increased and I came out of the year feeling like I had stretch marks. <laughs> um, it was such a good year, but there was just such exponential 
increase in every area of my life and right when I thought okay this is it I can't handle anymore it was like and we're gonna stretch a little bit further and hold this thing as well and so it felt like I was being stretched in every direction possible in every area of my life and it was uncomfortable I mean there were definitely times when I was like I cannot do this anymore (laughs) so I want to talk about um, what went well and how I showed my work, how I, wow, how my words showed up in like a good way and also what was hard and what was difficult about walking this word of the year out with intention and purpose in the seasons that did feel tricky. And so the word increase really showed up, like I said, in every area of my life. It definitely showed up in my business. I have learned. I have grown. Um, My business hit a financial goal this year that I have been working towards for four years. And I was so blessed and grateful and thankful and proud of myself for sticking with it. It just, it was such a good thing. Um, Homeschooling, even though it has been very tricky, my kids are learning. They are learning. They are growing by leaps and bounds. They can read. Like, they can both read. And I'm just so proud of that because I'm like, I did that. (laughs) Um, We have a renovation project in in a local town that will be our new home. And that has gone well. It's been a ton of work. um, But it's been so exciting to see such massive progress. Um coaching. I've seen such increase in the clients that I get to serve and I absolutely, absolutely love what I get to do. Um, I also have a new assistant. I have a virtual assistant and I am incredibly grateful that Chasing Wonderment is starting to build a team. This has been a dream of mine for so long and it's such a gift to have someone coming alongside me who is better at things that I am not good at and so we are you're gonna see um just so much more coming in this new year because I will have more capacity I will be able to increase um because I have someone who's got my back and I'm so excited about that um I also saw increase in my health I worked really really hard this year with a personal trainer um, just to help me in some areas that have been a struggle. And so I have been going to the gym. I'm seeing gym gains and it feels good and it's uncomfortable and I'm starting to love it. So that's really, really neat. Mostly, I think having come through this year, I love seeing that I'm capable of so much more than I thought I could handle. Um, I'm capable of holding so many more things, so many more tasks, to-dos, um, and I, I just can see now that my capability and what I can hold is a lot bigger than what I previously thought. And while it was difficult, it's really satisfying to look back and realize, oh, this year was hard but I held so much and was able to do that and it just makes me feel like going into the new year I have a much better appreciation of what I can do and what I can't do um and I don't know I just it's neat to look back it's so neat to be able to look back 
Another thing, and I know I talked about this before, but um, I really, I loved exercising this year. I love moving my body. I love seeing what I'm capable of. Again, this year was about increase and seeing that there was an increase in weights every couple of weeks or every couple of months. Um, you get to see really big progress in other in ways that you maybe don't see in other areas of your life. And so it's just really satisfying to see that growth on like a physical level, if that makes any sense. Um, and I just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. So yeah, moving my body and exercise is definitely going to be a huge part of life moving forward. And it's, I don't think I'll ever be the same. <laughs> the other thing that I felt like really stuck out to me as I was kind of reflecting on this past year was that I feel like I've had a renewed connection to hope to getting hopeful, to getting my hopes up for the future, um, to being hopeful for exciting things that might be happening, um, things that I've been dreaming for and longing for. I saw, I saw what consistent increase and persistence can do. And, and I saw that, I, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Um, I saw that it's possible to rest in hope and to believe that God is planning good things, that I don't need to feel discouraged about things or wondering if it will ever happen, that I can rest and know that good things are coming while also remembering that hope is active. It's not just like me sitting on the sidelines saying like, I really wish this thing would happen. I really wish that, you know, this, this business would take off and why isn't it working which is kind of a hard attitude I feel like I've struggled with over the years and this year it was kind of like okay I'm hoping for this but I'm also going to work towards it and I just felt like it was a very renewed connection and um experience with hoping for bigger things and new things and exciting things so all right I do not want to make this all rainbows and butterflies and sugar-coated. So what didn't go well? Yes, we are going there. Um, okay, so my health has definitely had some very heavy lows. Um, it's been really difficult to handle some of the emotional side of things. Thank you, hormones. Um, <laughs> this year, like, I felt like I had some really high highs and then some really low lows. And, um, it just, it was hard to juggle. And I think, again, that word increase really, um, played a part in this because I was increasing at such an exponential level that sometimes it was like my brain would just freak out or I would hit that panic level of um, just my mindset really throwing up some blocks because it's scary to do new things. It's scary to do things that you don't, um, you've never done before or that feel uncomfortable. And so I had to work through a lot of those mindset blocks and um, just pressing in when in the past I would have normally been like, I can't do this. I'm just going to not do it. Um, this year it was like, you know what, I can't, I don't know if I can do this or not. And it's really difficult, but we're going anyway. 
And so that was, it was just difficult to, to work through that as those feelings and thoughts and hormones came in waves. And so, but we, I mean, we made it, I made it all the way through. And again, I feel like I have been stretched to my max, but like in the best way possible. Um, another thing that has been difficult, I'm not going to lie. I'm not on here to like make it all seem magical and wonderful, Um, homeschooling, it has been really, really hard. It has not been easy for any of us. And, um, it's just been a challenge to learn how to do something that I don't necessarily love and, (laughs) and to stick with it. I am really not good. Not that I'm not good at it. Not that I can't do it, but I don't love the same thing over and over and over again. I get very easily bored. And so having to do school every single day without breaks, without fail, just has been a challenge for my love of spontaneity and my love of freedom. And so I have absolutely done it and I'm really proud of that, but it was uncomfortable. Like, yeah, I guess that's the best way to sum it all up. (laughs) It was uncomfortable and I didn't love it, Um, but we're here and we're doing it and I'm proud of that. Um, I feel like the hardest thing of all has been mindset blocks, which of course that makes perfect sense. Um, mindset blocks are the biggest things that can hold us back. They make the biggest difference in our growth and our progress. And this year being one of increase meant that my usual fallback mindset blocks or mindset reactions, I guess, Um, had to be broken through. And so on those days where I was like, I don't want to, that old mindset block, I always had that where it's like, I don't feel like it. I don't want to today. Um, This year, it didn't matter because I had to, because there was so much on my plate. I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter if I don't want to or not. I have to do it anyway, you know, even if it's uncomfortable. And so that mindset, those, those constant mindset breaking down and shattering of blocks was really, really hard to walk through. Um, It just, I constantly felt like I was failing at one thing or another. Um, And looking back, I wasn't. I was just at such a capacity and at the max of what I could hold that juggling became very difficult. And life is about juggling, right? It absolutely is about juggling all the things. And so that there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're juggling a lot more things at a higher rate, and maybe it's faster speed or um, just not being able to set something down. Um, and again, okay, pause for a second. I could have set something down but I felt very clearly that I was not supposed to. I was supposed to press in. And that is, I think, where this, where that word increase really showed up in my life was one of my things that I kept telling myself this entire past year was don't give up, press in. Keep pressing, keep going, keep going, keep going. Press in, press in when you want to stop. Press in when you want to give up. Keep going no matter what. And so... I felt like I had so many moments where I felt like an utter failure. Um, But it was because I was pressing in when 
before that, I would have just been like, I can't do this. I give up and, you know, wave the white flag and move on. And this year, I didn't do that. And looking back, I'm so proud of that. (laughs) I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud of the consistency that I've built and the progress that I've seen. And it's not just me. I mean, it has definitely been God leading me to to live this out in a way that I've never seen it before. And I really can't wait to take these lessons that I've learned this year with me into the new year. Um, because, because it, I've, I've just learned so much this year. Um, so yeah, I guess that was, that was probably the, the majority of like the things that I didn't love and what felt really difficult and uncomfortable. And it was, it was in every area of my life. Like that feeling of failure was as a mom, as a wife, as a, um, as a homemaker, as a homeschooler, as, as a business owner, like it was all over the place. And so again, I think it was just that idea that when you are, when you are in that season of pressing in harder, those mindset blocks come up at an exponential rate and you do have to work through those and they will keep coming up because that's the not fun part about mindset work. Um, so overall, what did I learn this year? I think really the biggest thing that I wa- I'm walking away with is that I am capable of so much more than I ever thought possible. Like I can hold more than I realize. Um, I can do more than I was giving myself credit for. I can be consistent. I can be more disciplined. I can have more structure. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm so much more capable than I ever thought possible. And it feels really good to be walking out of the year knowing that. It just, it's very, it's cool. It's really cool to see growth like this. Um, I also learned that it's okay to be honest and say that I'm having a bad day or a bad week. It's okay to take breaks. It's okay to struggle. It is a part of how we grow. It's perfectly normal. Um, and I also feel like I learned that again, this is one of the things that I always teach clients and and I'm still learning it and I have to continually relearn it, is that life doesn't go the way that we think it will. Um, We may come up with a plan that we're like, this is going to work perfectly. It's like finding that, you know, perfect planner or I'm coming out with a planner and I'm joking about planners right now. But, but honestly, even my planner, it may not work for you. Um, You know, there are things that we think we're going to try and we think this is going to be perfect and then we realize it doesn't work and we can we need to learn how to work with that and to let it be messy and be okay with the fact that maybe you don't do life the same way that other people do it maybe you need to do life in a different way and learn how to work with who you've been created to be and learn how to create the life of your dreams okay I think that's about it for last year's kind of like overview. (laughs) Now let's get to the fun part. I want to talk about my word for this coming year. I am really, really excited about this year. Um, 
One thing that I have noticed having chosen a word of the year every year for, I don't know if it's been eight or 10 years, it's been a really long time. Um, it seems like the difficulty level <laughs> comes in waves. And so for the most part, it seems like I'll have two or three years where the word chosen, they really line up with how tricky and maybe uncomfortable growth is. And then it feels like I get like a respite year. And so I want to like tuck that in there because I've seen that kind of showing up as a pattern. It's not like it's every exactly three years and then I have a rest year. Um, but these last two years were definitely more growth related, very hard, difficult years. And I'm not saying that this coming year isn't going to be difficult. Um, but as I was starting to think about the year and pray about the new year, um, I have more things about being consistent and, um, you know, continuing on with the things that really matter to me as a person and to our family and stuff like that. Um, so it's not like it's just going to be easy peasy lemon squeezy. I'm not saying that, but I also noticed that I'm really longing for, um, for more openness, for more space in life, for more space in my schedule, in the way that we do life, um, more just just space. And so I started writing like I want space here, I want space in this area. And that doesn't surprise me considering that last year felt like such everything was like so squeezed in. It was such, it, it was packed in. It was like increased, but everything was like just trying to stuff one more thing in my schedule or stuff one more plan into my day or, you know, stuff one more to do into that hour. And so this year I just feel a very strong pull towards spaciousness. And that is my word for the year. It is spacious. Um, we started off the year uh, with figuring out, just kind of reworking some of the homeschool stuff to give me and the kids a little bit more space. Um, I am starting off the week with some more space in my business as I work on um, just handing some things over to our, you know, our new team member. <laughs> I can't believe I get to say that. <laughs> um, I'm just really looking forward to seeing how this word plays out in the new year. And again, I'm not, I'm not under any like delusions. I don't think it's going to be like hunky dory and perfect all the time. Um, but I do feel like this may be a season, a year where I feel like I can breathe again. Um, that is, that is kind of the, the vibe I'm, I'm getting. I don't know. For me, the words typically that I get are, they're very tied to what I'm longing for. And they also typically are very tied to something that I need. And I think it's really neat that God kind of is like, here, you know, you had a couple really tough years. Um, it's time for a break. It's time for some rest. Um, so a few years ago, we had had a few very, very hard years. Um, it was just, a, again, a lot of growth, a lot of hard work. Um, it was exhaustion and late nights and early mornings and just pushing, pushing, pushing. And one year, I felt very clearly that my word was plenty. And while we didn't have like, I mean, we didn't become millionaires, but that year it was like, we always just had enough and it felt 
it felt very plenteous and it was such a blessing to walk through a year that felt like we could breathe. And I, I think that is, that's this year. And I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm just, I'm looking forward to seeing how this plays out. I don't, I don't, I definitely don't think it's going to be hunky dory and perfect all the time, but I do think that making room for space, making space for other people, making space for our family to grow. I mean, we're, we're physically making space for our family to grow in with the renovation of our house. We're like finally getting a home that our kids will be able to stretch out in and will be able to stretch out in. It just feels very like, um, I don't know, prophetic for lack of a better word. Um, it just feels like this, this, year is going to have room. There's going to be room for all the growth that I experienced last year for that increase. Now it's going to be like that. <sighs> That's what I'm hoping it shows up as. I don't know. There may be other areas that show up as well. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm specifically hoping for and praying for is that, um, that I feel like I have room to breathe, that I feel like our kids have room to breathe that um, my relationships have room to breathe. I honestly hope that I have space for more people. Um, I feel like these last couple years, we've just kind of hunkered down and really needed to do the next thing. And I feel like I haven't had as much space for my people. And you know me, I'm an extrovert. I love people. Um, and I just really want to make room and, and time for other human beings, for clients, for friends, for family. Um, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to see how it plays out over the course of the next month and then the next quarter and quarter two and quarter three and beyond. It just, I'm really looking forward to seeing um, what comes to fruition this year what areas I will still need to continue to press in when it feels uncomfortable because those are not going away. <laughs> if I have learned anything, it's not that you have a word of the year and then you just forget about it. It's those lessons that you learned, those things that you really dug into come with you along the journey. And so that increase isn't gone. It's going to continue to grow and the lessons that I learned are going to come with me and I'm going to stay consistent and more disciplined in the things that I worked toward in the last year. Um, so every year for me, it feels like we're building another layer onto growth and um, the way that my life unfolds, for lack of a better word. I don't know. Okay, so... Next thing to that I just want to kind of talk about real quick is if you have a desire to pick a word of the year, what do you do? Um, first of all, if you are a spiritual person, pray about it. Pray about it. Ask God to give you a word. Um, it does not come back void. Our requests are answered, whether we like the answer or not. You may not like the word that he sends your way, um, but I just really encourage you to spend some time, ask God for a word, ask him to reveal it to you. It is, it is such a worthwhile practice. Another thing that I would really recommend doing is writing down your vision, your hopes, your dreams for the new year. 
What do you want it to feel like? What do you want to experience? You can use the planner sheets inside the beginning of the planner that I have on my shop if that's something you're interested in. You don't need that. You can grab a pen and paper and just get all your thoughts out all your hopes and dreams about the new year. And once you're done, take a look at what you've written and circle any themes that you see popping up. Oftentimes, you already have a desire or a longing for something specific. You just may not see it yet. So when you write it all down, now you can actually see it on paper and you can see those themes and you can see the same phrases showing up over and over and over again. And that can really go a long way in helping you figure out what that word is. And the last thing that I would say is if this is something that you're really kind of feeling pulled to try, I would really encourage you to spend some time reflecting on how you saw your word showing up. This is like the best part (laughs) is watching that word kind of unfold over the course of the year. And that's why I wanted to record this podcast episode and I've written blog posts about previous years. So if you head over to my website and search word of the year, you'll see a ton of stuff showing up about all my words of the year. I think I missed one year. Um, But That has been such a a fruitful practice and it's just really neat. It's so cool to watch the growth over the course of the year. This is something that, again, it's included in the planner. We talk about what your word of the year is and how you've seen it showing up. It's on the digital version. You can keep track of it and literally see everything that you've written in the Notion planner. Um, Or you can just, at the end of every month or every quarter, just ask yourself, how did I see my word showing up this year? Was I being intentional with it? Did it help me make better decisions? Was it hard? Did I Do I not like it? Does it not seem like it fits? Because if it doesn't fit, that's okay too. Um, so yeah, it just it's really neat to take some time to reflect and see if you see threads of that word showing up in your days and weeks and months as you go through the year. Okay, I got really, really chatty on this episode. I hope it was inspiring and encouraging. I hope you enjoyed getting to see a little peek into um, the past year of my life. (laughs) And um, I hope it's encouraging. I hope that you try to pick a word of the year. And if you do, please tell me. I would love to know because I'm nosy too. Um, I would love to hear what your word of the year is. So if that's something you've chosen, please send me a message on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment. You can send me a DM or um, send me an email, kate at chasingwonderment.com, and let's chat about your word of the year. Okay, that's all for today. I hope that you are excited and encouraged and inspired to live so, so intentionally this year. It is going to be a good year, no matter what happens, whether it's good, bad, messy, icky, it's going to be a good year no matter what. No matter what else you do, I hope that you keep chasing wonderment, friend. I'll see you next week. Hey there. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.